Grab your dice. Hoist the sail. Raise the anchor. Cast off. It's time to sail the astral sea. Yar. This is table quests. <laughs> Avast. <laughs> I have to figure out how the frick we're gonna save these boats. Um, I only do fire. That's the only thing I yeah, do. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, uh, I can, uh, every six seconds I can extinguish flames within a five-foot cube. So, that's something. So as long as they're not completely enveloped, I can probably save a ship. Hmm. Um. And after that, maybe I can absorb elements? Frick, I don't know. Um, yeah, I might be able to. Con- I might be able to drum something up. Just depends on how generous Nick is feeling. Because can- control flames is a cantrip, so I can just do it over and over and over again. Oh, just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna freaking drop the facade of the Lich Queen because I don't want to get blasted by a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I already did. I already tried that. I, I feel I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. I think I'm good now. I guess I could get I could change back to myself, I guess, like drop the disguise and change back to myself outside of like the sight of everyone else. But like basically do a follow up rally cry to the dragons to basically say like the geth have backstabbed you uh, and like. The prisoners are just trying to escape. Don't don't burn down the ships. Your your attacks are better spent elsewhere, I guess. Uh, yeah, on the gif. Yeah, like actually on so the gif <laughs> instead of yeah. The... Um, and I was I was just reasoning that I have control flames as a cantrip, so as long as I can get close to a ship, I can extinguish. You also have control flame. I do. So do I. <laughs> Okay, so you guys fire easily extinguish a ship. You guys can do probably. You guys are the firefighters, and I'm. uh, And I also have I also have absorb elements. So do I. If they try try to set the ship on fire while we're on it, we can just be like, no, we lessen the damage. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So fantastic. So sweet. So I guess we're making for uh, some of the larger ships that look like they are hopefully not completely enveloped yet. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to continue trying to cut a swath through the now um, very confused army. And I have dropped our, the Lich Queen facade. Friends. Once things, once it looks like the rioters have a decent chance of making it through, I think we're just going to make for the ship. Yeah. Yeah, when the rioters turn the corner, they find the outpost or the checkpoint outside of the docks, enveloped in flaming chaos, with you guys at the heart of it. <laughs> yep, and two well, two of us riding a bell. Well, one yeah. of us yeah. that you can't see, and one of us just sort of flying around. So their force slams into the flanked group of Gith and just plows mostly right through them, heading for the ships. Great, and then I think we're going to do the same. Then make for the ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then once we're close, Ithar and I are going to be. Can't tripping it up. Mm-hmm. Well, now there were only two dragons, so they weren't able to 
seriously light. The smaller the smaller boats are all almost gone. The the larger okay. boats they weren't able to fully envelop or anything like that. The sails have definitely taken the most damage. Um, Good thing they don't matter. Well, right. they're astral sails. Oh, so they do matter. Whoops. Most ships keep extra sails below deck. Yeah. I mean, not if they're specialty astral sails. Yeah, these ones look I mean, like giant dragon's wings mounted on the sides oh, of the ship. Cool. Those catch on fire? Yep. <laughs> that doesn't seem... Oh, because they're not actually dragon's wings. Or they're just in right. the shape like of. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, it might be a slow journey then. Oh, well. <laughs> Cedric was already looking forward to a months-long journey home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at that 30 minutes. Second trip. thought. <laughs> Let's stay here. Are you crazy? <laughs> I thought I was the senile one. <laughs> start putting the ship out. You're starting you guys are pushing off? No. No, 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 no. We're out. just getting on the ship. Putting it like Okay. Putting out the flames. You are not yeah. putting it out to sea. You are putting no. out the yeah, yeah. flames. Yes. I was going to say, you guys are just pushing off. All right. Shut <laughs> up. See you later, sucker. So thanks for all the fish. <laughs> <laughs> we got what we wanted, except we didn't because we left uh, the people we care about behind. The most important thing, yeah, that we came for. Yeah. You know, guys, I don't think you're striking the proper tone here for this campaign. <laughs> okay. It was another bell joke. Oh, oh, I thought you were referencing the meme that's on our Facebook page. Well, that's yeah. doubly, doubly good then. <laughs> Striking the proper tone sounds like a reference to me, but I'm not sure what it is. Doesn't ring any bells for me. Uh. No. <laughs> 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 1d6 of inspiration for you. Yes! 1d6. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Over. <laughs> I'm writing it down, though. I have a D6 of inspiration. Okay, so... We cast control flames in a five-foot cube until this yes, ship is put out. Over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and hopefully, eventually... Well, and then we have to move on to the next ship, and then the next one, if we actually care about these losers. Mm -hmm. But... Well, you get... You get one ship out. Yeah. And by the time then you are uh, confronted by one of the leaders, one of the leaders of the riot, yeah. I don't know who accosts you and says, "Listen, hey, um, you might want to help the group, uh, the uh, the non-combatants—they've been cornered. A group of gith and dragons have been fighting over them for a while, and the building's about to." Silverbell away! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I push 120 feet. At this point, I'm holding on to the bell as well, <laughs> so I'm not left behind. It's Bell time. It's beginning to look a lot like uh, a riot. <laughs> Everywhere we go, <laughs> there's fire on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time for you guys to clap back. <laughs> what is that a reference to? Well, clapper in a bell. Oh, no. <laughs> so you guys peel out. <sighs> Scraping them. <laughs> It seems that my jokes are taking a toll on him. <laughs> that one is about fun. <laughs> ask for not, for, ask for not whom the the pun tolls. It tolls for thee. <laughs> anyway, you guys go travel down a few blocks to the other to another site of friction between Gith and Dragon. Yeah, 
And there is indeed a building currently uh, being circled by two young dragons. Yeah. Uh, it's got two ballista mounted on the top, which are firing at an alternating pace to keep those dragons at a distance. Every so often, the dragons will swoop in. It looks like they already used their fire breath. Okay. Um, because they're not swooping in and breathing fire. They're just sweeping in with their talons and trying to take out the ballista. Yeah. They recharge, like, roughly every third round, right? Isn't that the idea? Yeah. Um, they have to... Let they have to roll a five or a six on a d6 or something. Uh, yes, exactly. Interesting. Which means roughly every third round. Yeah. Right, and one of them uh, does appear to have a ballista bolt through one of its legs. Ooh. Um, and there are a couple gith on the building also just firing weapons up at You'd them. You'd think that they would just land um, and mess them up. <laughs> Depends how many gith there are. I suppose, yeah. They could outnumber them. Yeah. Bad. Mm-hmm. Well, firebolt we the ballista. We don't really... Yeah, I don't think we actually have a horse in this race, right? We just yeah, yeah. We we don't want to interfere with this. We want them to keep fighting amongst themselves. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Save the rioters. Right. Yeah. Where are they? That's, that's the non-combatants our... are all huddled in buildings. Oh, <clears throat> oh inside. They, that they split up, and so some of them are. You know, as you look around, you see some of them are huddled in buildings across the street. Some of them are built, huddled in buildings. A couple have been captured by the Gith and are actually being held. In that building. Let me guess. That's Juno oh. and... Wait, no, wait, wait. How far away are they? You could message them if you want. That's what I was trying to figure out. Message looking for Juno, Abigail, and... Lady Evelyn. Lady Evelyn. Follow the sound of the... Um, they are currently in the building that is under assault by the dragons. Understandable. All three of them? Yep, guarded by some guarded by some gith. Cool. Lady Evelyn is not with them. She She took a group to the other... Another building. Some Not kind. all three of them. Not all okay. three of them. Well, I said all three of them. You're like, so yep. we can just take out the ones that are guarding Sorry. the actual like street, and not worry about the ones that are on the roof. I would think. Yeah, if you can approach low and fast, yeah. We can definitely approach fast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 120 feet. <laughs> Baby, screaming down the road <laughs> <laughs> on a bell. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving so fast, the air is vibrating. Yeah. How many miles per hour did I you mean, say? 120, uh... 13. It's 6 meters a second. I mean, it's, so. it's 13, uh, like 13 miles per air, hour. That's, you know, reasonable, I guess. So, I mean, it's like... Only 13? It's like being on a bicycle, I yeah. guess. Yeah, it's only 13. A really fast bicycle. Yeah. yeah. You're, like, really going on a bike if you're going 13, but... So you guys, so what are you guys doing? You're just attacking the building where... Yeah, like, I guess that's the, uh... That's where the Juno thing. and Abby are. You said there's, like, Geth on the ground level, like, guarding the entrance or something? Yep. Okay, yeah, I mean, we could just take those guys out. I mean, I, I think I have ridden my bike at speeds in excess of 13 miles per hour before. Like I, this I was just look. I, I was just curious. I just looked to see what the speed record on a bike bicycle is. It's like fifty miles an hour, which is nuts. So, but, um, but yeah, like the fastest human sprint is twenty six miles an hour. But the that was like world record right, level. Yeah. Right. So more more averages is like fifteen point nine. Yeah. Miles. Right. Hour, so, so like yeah. 16. So I think I think it's fair to say that thirteen is a. It's a good yeah, clip. Yeah. On a bicycle, or a bell in this case. Yeah, on a bell. On a bell. You know. 
bong. Yeah, a a, a half ton bell. Yes. Yep. That's a lot of energy behind yes, it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I mean if you're if See, you're in real physics, which you technically a lot easier than force, I think. Wait, how long does telekinesis last? Ah, uh, good question. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're all dead under this bell, aren't I'm we? I'm not under the bell. I am. Uh, ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, no. So don't don't, don't do so it. As you guys are hurtling, no, as you guys are hurtling no. along the road towards this building, all of a sudden the bell just drops. Oh no! Grating <laughs> along this the street. Um, Ithar, make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage. Will I? Casting shield won't help me in any sense, will it? No. Awesome. So, uh, is telekinesis a spell or is it a cantrip? What? Mm. How does telekinesis work? How does it work? Uh, Is it a spell or? It's a spell. It's a fifth level spell. Oh, okay. And I do not have any left today. Gotcha. So I, uh, yep, that sure is a thing that just happened. All well, right, <laughs> we got to survive the night. Yeah, <laughs> another hilarious. Or befriend a dragon. Yourself. Yeah, that's. I think that's more likely. Yes, could, it is. We could potentially charm a dragon. I'm sure. I know <laughs> a charm person. I would assume Jeremy does as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not. I don't think that was even. See, it says a humanoid, but I feel like a dragon is a person. <laughs> <laughs> a very loose interpretation of the rules i mean if i was level 14 i could i can i can charm freaking anything if i was level 14 just because of the uh the, the my patron but okay so ithar you're gonna take 21 bludgeoning damage as this bell uh, kind of oh. rolls over you uh, wait does uh, that knock him unconscious almost but not quite oh no oh, okay so I'm at like 12 HP. You're at like two. Yep. <laughs> How much did I say the bell weighed? 550? A thousand pounds. Uh, a half ton. Right, but I mean in kilograms. How much did I say it was? 455 okay. kilograms. No reason. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> so yeah, now the bell is on its side in the street. Um, so the other two of you, Cedric and, um, Teddy, you guys get to make dexterity saving throws oh, just the joy. at normal, no disadvantage. What? Why don't I, we just let go of the bell? Oh yeah. Yeah. Point. Okay. So you let go of a bike that's going 15 miles an hour. Right, but, we right, but we're in midair right. and Will can fly. Not to move. Okay. So dexterity saving throw at advantage. Uh, All right. Okay. That makes <laughs> me feel a little better. A 16. You're fine. Okay. It would have been a 10 otherwise. Uh, that's a it, I got a nat, uh, nat 20 so okay yeah you're totally okay. fine <laughs> well uh I didn't even roll my second roll there are a lot of non-combatants here I'm sure that together they could probably lift a thousand yeah pounds. we could get, try and get them to help carry it but <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile I'm here like Loki from the end of the first Avengers movie just uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the trail, the cobble of broken cobblestones yep. ending in this really badly dented and scratched bell. Well, I'd like to go home now. Understandable, so would I. So what's the plan, Stan? <sighs> Survive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
Get our people Can out. Can I just take a short rest right here in the street? Aragorn, <clears throat> get your people out of there. <laughs> take a short rest. I'm just going to lie down for a <laughs> little bit. I'm just going to stay right here for about an hour. Is that all right with everybody? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Is that cool? take Eldritch Blast pot shots at the Geth that are guarding the entrance. Okay, so you're Eldritch Blasting the, the guard who's watching the door and kind of firing a crossbow up at the dragon above. Yeah. So making a ranged attack roll. All right. Or whatever, ranged spell attack. Yeah, right? ranged spell attack. 27. That hit. <laughs> All right, so he takes 19 force damage. 19, you say? Yes. No, 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 19. I built this guy to be, like, a melee powerhouse. So, like, all I have is my stupid Eldritch Blast ranged attack. I mean, he sort of has... Some ranged helpful stuff, but... (laughs) Okay, the other two of you also get a chance to light this guy up first before he really realizes what's going on. So I can't take a short rest in the street? No. No, you cannot. (laughs) Well, okay. Um, Um, I guess I'll firebolt him. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's usually my trick. So I guess I'll do that, too. I mean, if you want, I can Scorching Ray him. Well, that would just be upstaging me, wouldn't it? It kind of would, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to hit him upside the head with a crowbar. (laughs) Okay. Scorching Ray. 19 to hit. That hits. How much do you think a crowbar does? I'd say use the stats of a club. I don't have those in front of me. Is that a D4 or a D6? I'm assuming probably a D4. Yes, it is a D4, bludgeoning. I had a 15, an 18, and an 18 to hit. Uh, the 18's hit, the 15 doesn't. Okay, so two hits. Each one does 2d6. Nine fire damage. And I will do three bludgeoning with my crowbar. Oh, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. I get to add my intelligence to one of those rolls, so an additional five. Ah, okay. So 14 total, not nine. Okay. <laughs> you guys get another surprise round. This guy just rolled a one on his initiative. Youch. Woohoo! Oh, I, I guess we're rolling initiative as well. No, you don't even need or to roll initiative because I bet you matter. guys can kill him in this one round. Firebolt! <laughs> I'm just going to firebolt from now. Eldritch Blast! 2d10, which is a little easier. Well, that's not good. Uh-oh. I miss. 17 to hit. That hits. <laughs> okay. Uh, 11 to hit. That does not. Exactly. Are you going to continue wailing on him with the crowbar, Cedric? Yeah, but I'll, I'll actually cast green, green Flame Blade on my crowbar as I'm doing it. <laughs> Ooh, I know that spell. <laughs> how, much, how much damage do you do, Jeremy? Uh, 13 plus 8. Math is hard. 21. Okay. So, yeah, you raise your damage. crowbar over your head, Cedric, and this guy gets hit with an Eldritch Blast that literally takes off his head. Oh. <laughs> Before you can even, like, bring the crowbar down or cast the spell, so... Are there more? <laughs> well, there might be more inside, yeah. Okay, well, I storm inside. There are more inside. Roll initiative. Okay. How many more? Of uh, four. Okay. Four is a bit much more than I can handle at the moment. Sixteen. Uh, eleven for me. Ithar? I'll just stand outside for a moment. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm like, not in there yet. It's just... Yeah, no, no, as soon as you blew the thing's head In the head movie off. adaptation, there's, like, um... 
silence as Ithar is kind of standing outside. He just kind of coughs and cuts to inside, and it's just chaos. Fireball! Fireball! I'm firing my laser! I don't think I've cast Fireball yet, so... That was the first spell we ca- uh, that was cast of the game, but really? I did it. Oh. Yeah. You cast it at Those horses, horses were looking weird, so it's just yeah. fireball. <laughs> cast fireball on the horses. And what did you get, Ithar, for initiative? Oh, I haven't rolled it yet. Because I'm staying outside. Nine. Yeah, that's okay. You're going last. You're, you're sitting out there <laughs> catching your breath. First up is actually one of the two of the gith in the room. We're going to make their moves towards you and both attack you with greatswords. Good thing I'm holding a crowbar. <laughs> what's your What's your armor class? Uh, it, it's a, sure is a number. Um, it's it's definitely a number. Or it's a good number, too. 13. <laughs> okay, you're only going to get hit twice. Okay. <laughs> only twice, though. Um, hey, maybe you'll get down to almost dead like the rest of us. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I haven't, I, I haven't taken a scratch today. Oh, <laughs> not physically, mentally though. You're gonna take 18 slashing damage. Oh, whatever. Plus, oh, <laughs> another 18 slashing damage. Uh, plus 14 psychic damage. Oh, cool. All right. Is that from the silver sword? Yes. Fun. Yep. Pity I didn't take heat metal. <laughs> Next up is Cedric. Hooray! I'm gonna drop a fireball, such that hopefully it will hit all four of these guys. It's a room full of non-combatants, too. Oh, heck. <laughs> what are they doing here? They're, they're being guarded by the gith. Guarded? Yeah. They were... They, they were captured along the way? Is that the idea? So basically what happened is as they were moving behind, between these intersections, they were attacked by this group of... like. Well, they basically got caught in the middle of a firefight between some dragons and gith, and they all split up. They scattered. A couple groups made it to nearby buildings where they're just hiding out. And this group managed to get captured by a few gith who dragged them into this building and are going to guard them until they get things settled down. Well, fine. I'll do burning hands instead then. There you go. <laughs> it's a little bit less dramatic. Um, so that'll be a 15-foot cone. Yeah, you'll get both of them for certain. Both of them. What about the other two? Too far away? Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get another one. You'll get, a, you'll get okay. one more. Well, we'll give it a try then. Um, I'm going to need them to make uh, dexterity saving throws for me. Dexterity saving throws? That's correct. And the DC is? Uh, it's a number. Um, and it's definitely a good number, too. Yeah, this one is actually a good number. Uh, it is uh, 15. 15, eh? Yeah. Uh, one saves, two don't. Cedric didn't get rolled particularly well. Uh, two do not? Okay. Yeah, the two immediately well, in front of you get torched. Eight. And, the one at the edge of your um, range managed to... Okay, the ones that do not save will take 11. The one that did will take 5. And anything uh, there, anything not being worn, it gets ignited, right? Isn't that how this works? Correct. Uh, I'll do that just by kind of pointing my crowbar in their direction. Okay, Teddy? Unless you have something else you wanted to do there, Cedric? Uh, not particularly. I mean, I'll scan the room, see who, who's in here. You see your daughter huddled over there with Juno in the group. Yep, okay. Yeah, there's about there's about a score of survivors in here, about twenty of them. It's a large open open room. All the furniture has been pushed to the sides. All right, um, I am. So yeah, you, going you see to... Cedric walk in, and then you just hear a yep. moment later. 
and flickering lights from the windows and door. Cedric. I'm imagining Teddy, like, at this point is just bruised, battered. He probably has, like, a bloody nose at this point. And he's just, like, kind of... And he's burnt. And he just, like wipes the, the like the blood that's like the little bit of blood that's like leaking out of his nose or something sighs and then casts uh armor of agathis yeah and ice armor and encased in this uh protective magical force manifests around me as a spectral frost that covers myself and my gear yeah you used this at the uh, the beginning of the adventure yep very shoto todoroki of you yes uh, so I gain 25 temporary hit points. Armor up. And I walk into, like, walk forward into the building. So yeah, you walk inside and you see Cedric has two gith in front of him who are rapidly patting themselves out after his his yep. fingertips are still smoking. There's yeah. a group of about 20 survivors huddled against one of the corners opposite the door with Juno and Abigail among them. Uh, one gith is standing in front of the group between the group and Cedric, and one is mm-hmm. uh, further towards the back. I breathe a sigh of relief seeing Juno, and I that's that's my turn. I don't have any other effects. Okay. So. <laughs> Whoops. Uh I'm gonna die. I mean anything that attacks me takes twenty five damage. Yeah, but they're so. not gonna attack you. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna kill me. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> if if all four of them hit me the way that they hit me last turn, I'm gonna die. Well, one of them sees the new shorty coming in, and he looks a little cold. So he's and he looks pretty beat up. So he's just gonna like run right over there and try to swipe at him. Oh, I forget right. he's a halfling. Yeah, he's a little dude. Yeah. He's he's small fry. <laughs> uh, this is the one who just barely got singed. By the All way, right. and he's going to rush forward with some confidence and try to cut you down. Okay. Your armor class is... Uh, thir- 14. 14. 14. He misses his first one. All right. Second one he hits. Okay. So he's going to do nine points of slashing damage. All right. And three points of psychic damage. Okay, he takes 25 points of cold damage. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, said so he misses th- the first time. He connects the second time, and you see a little bit of your icy armor crack. But at the same time... I said freeze! <laughs> not another Incredibles reference. So that was nine... This whole battle has got me thinking of uh, My Hero Academia. <laughs> you, you said nine slashing and three psychic? Three psychic. Three okay. psychic. And he takes 25... Yeah, he so as soon 25. as he cracks that skin, a, a like a hiss of cold fog rushes out, blasts him, and you can see his energy and his heat immediately just sap away. This guy, oof, don't want to be him. Okay, looks to be in the worst shape of them all now. That's that's good. The other one, seeing what has just happened, is he's going to start ushering slaves. He's threatening them with his sword and trying to get them out the back door. All right. So he just spends his action hurting them with his sword, and they they all get on their feet and begin moving towards the door. And he just threatens you, you know, any of you, you try to be the hero, move close to them, I start killing them. Uh huh. Sure. Uh, Ithar, what are you doing? Nate, what's your um, dexterity modifier? 
Um, I think it's not. Yeah, so that's a zero. So you're about was... to you're about to blow up the whole room, is what you're saying, right? No, I just I was gonna give you mage armor, which oh. adds it's thirteen plus your dex mod, oh. but you already have thirteen, so that doesn't help. Oh, I see. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> How is it thirteen? Uh, I think I have something. I think uh, like Draconic Ancestry. Gives yeah, Draconic me... Ancestry oh, okay. gives you an armor class. It gives you scales or some kind of other oh, armor-ish yeah, yeah. feature that oh, okay. ups your AC to thirteen plus your Dex yeah. mod. All right, I'm just gonna stand up weakly, leaning on my staff the whole time, limp inside. And how far away is the uh, the gith with the prisoners at the back of the room? 30 feet, 40 feet? 30 feet, 40 feet? My goodness. It's a big room. I guess, can I get to him without provoking opportunity attacks? Uh, yes, you could. All right, well, I'm going to get to 15 feet away from him Mm -hmm. and say, I've had enough of this. I'm going to strike my staff on the ground and cast Thunder Wave. Oh. To hit only him. And whoever's within 15 feet of me behind me. But forwards-wise, I I don't want to get any of the prisoners. You'll also manage to get the one who was attacking the halfling. Cool. Who is now mostly frozen? Yes. Yes. Or at least very cold. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what happens to brittle, cold things when you expose them to harsh vibrations? Yep. Certainly do. Thunder damage. (laughs) Yep. All right. Uh, Um, I, yeah. Uh, they have to make constitution saving throws. Constitution, you say? Yep. They're not that great at that. Well, the DC is 17, so... They both fail. Wonderful. They're both pushed 10 feet away from me, and they each take only three thunder damage, because I rolled a one and a two. Oof. Ooh. Ouch. In addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area of effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from me, and the spell in it emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. Oh, good. Yeah, so what ends up happening is you eject this guy out the door, and he hits, <laughs> you, he hits a wall outside in the alley. He gets up and is about to, like, rush in, you know, rush back in or whatever, or attack a prisoner... When you just see a gigantic red mass just... Oh. Drangabar. Hooray. Takes him out. The other one flies back. Um, he actually flies towards you, Nate. Oh, great. Um, and he's going to fly past you, so you get an opportunity attack. What? Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's a 19 with my crowbar. That hits. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he'll just take three bludgeoning on his way by <laughs> well he doesn't exactly go by you you kind of pound him down into the floor cool I mean unless you wanted to do something differently nope works for me <laughs> okay break a couple ribs sounds sounds uh like a worthwhile time mm-hmm. well his two buddies are, are pretty upset um yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, one's going to just say, get the old guy, I'll take care of these two. Uh, one's going to attack you, Cedric, and the other's going to attack Ithar. Is one on the ground still alive? Yes. Okay. But very uncomfortable. 
your armor class, Cedric, is 13. That's right. How much do I take? Uh, he misses. No way. With the first attack. Oh. <laughs> With the second... <laughs> I got your hopes up. <laughs> With the second attack, he hits. Okay. Um, you're going to take seven slashing damage. All right. And yeah. six psychic damage. All right. Uh, Ithar, what's your armor class? What does he roll? <laughs> oh. Uh, his first roll is a 13. That misses. Uh-huh. His second roll is a 16. Uh, for the second roll, I'll cast shield. I'll just be standing there and throw a hand up and just, no, I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> yeah, you like catch his sword. Well, it's more like a throw a hand up and my shield just sort of appears around me. Yeah. And it just bounces off. Ping. All right. So, Cedric, what do you want to do now? Uh, I'm going to green flame blade again, which means that I'll be able to hit this guy and hopefully the guy on the are ground. Are you attacking the guy well. on the floor or are you attacking the standing guy? Well, let's see. The guy on the ground, I would have advantage, right? Yeah. Correct. 18 to hit. Standing or floor guy? Floor guy. That, well, it definitely hits either way, but. Right. So, the, the thing about that is uh, well, I rolled with advantage, so it had to be the guy on the floor. Um, so. Because I hit, uh, he suffers the normal damage, which is just, um, in this case, one. Uh, but the flames off of the green flame blade jump to the guy who is standing. Um, and he takes damage equal to my spellcasting mo- uh, ability modifier, which is three. In addition, at fifth level, the melee attack deals an extra 1d8 damage to the target, and the fire damage to the secondary creature increases to 1d8 plus your spell ability modifier. So basically, basically roll an additional 1d8 to both damages for the guy who you're attacking and the other guy who's getting burned with flames. Oh, rolled an 8. Also, I missed 5 damage from my... Thunder wave. It was an extra five. An extra five no, damage from the thunder wave. Okay, then dude on the floor is dead. Okay. Great. Yeah. After the green flame attack, that guy just dies. The guy standing up who gets that eight damage. That's sweet, sweet. Uh, eleven damage, right? Because uh, plus your spellcasting mod. Plus three. Yeah. So eleven. Yeah, he's still standing. Although now he's burning in two colors. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Teddy. I guess. I think Flame Tongue is my the the main DPS ability that I have. I'm gonna pull out Flame. Well, I'm holding Flame Tongue at this point. Um, and it is I as a bonus action, uh, speak the magic word to make it alight. Uh, and flames erupt from the blade, and I take a swing at. Obviously, the one that is uh, still standing up that took a swing at uh, Nate. So I'm going to do so, and, you know, why not? Because it's a cantrip. I'm also going to cast a green flame blade <laughs> so to get an extra 1d8 on this guy. There isn't another target for the for the, the second uh, bounce. but No, because he's not within yeah, five, five feet, feet of him. But it gets me an extra yeah, so no. 1d8. So, let's let's roll for the first attack. That's not great. 13 to hit? Yeah. No. All right. Roll for the second one. 
Same as the first. All right. <laughs> so yeah. No hits. No hits. But I have I I have armor of ice and a flaming sword, which I think looks pretty cool. Except I can't hit with them. But all right, that's my turn. <laughs> okay, uh, Ithar, what would you like to do? Still leaning very heavily on my staff, I'm gonna weakly turn to this guy who tried to hit me. Just be like, go away! <laughs> Firebolt him. Point blank firebolt. It has a range of 240 feet, but yeah. <laughs> oh, good. 23 work for you? It does. <laughs> good. Wonderful. It's not a 19. No, it's a, it's a 23. It's so much better. <laughs> and that's 13 damage. Very nice. Yeah, both of these guys are looking in a similar state of unwellness. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. So one of them is just going to, like, screw this and go for a window, uh, provoking an attack of opportunity from you two guys if you want to take it. Oh, it's about okay. about time y'all cleared out of here. All right, cool, sure. Uh, nope. <laughs> who's, who's both of you? You get one too, Nate. Oh, I do. This is the one that was attacking you. Uh, 15. Uh, both of you are no good, so you both kind of swipe okay. at him as he leaves, and he just vaults the window yeah. and runs. All right, Um cool. The other Gets one is just going to take the same tack. <laughs> He's just going to run out the door. Um, Ithar, you get an attack of opportunity if you want. With my staff. Or can, does it have to be a melee attack? Um, you can't cast a spell unless you have Warcaster. Yeah. Nope, I don't. All right, with my staff. Let me look up the numbers on that because I was never planning on using this as a actual. Weapon. It's a one d six, I think. Yeah, but I just got to look up my. <laughs> I'm not proficient in it, am I? Maybe. Plus strength. Yes, mod? yes, I am. <laughs> Wonderful. So it's plus four. So, it's a fifth. It's just plus uh, proficiency. I don't add uh, strength, to, or my strength's minus one, so I guess I doesn't matter. F- Fifteen, unless I include strength. Nope. Cool. Nope. You don't hit. So. Ah. Oh no, they got away. So yeah, oh no, they bummer. got away. But you now have a group of non-combatants on your hands. Some of whom who have been have been redirected out of the building, which is what we wanted them to do anyway. So. Right. Well, they've come back in and they're huddled with the group. They don't like that there's a drag. There, there's still the roars of dragons and the ballista firing every so often outside. Right. To the ships. Yep. And what about the bell? Good question. God darn it. <laughs> um, let's presume that the ship has a uh, a rope on it, and we'll just. Bring Fly the ship back. over here and lower the rope down. Secure it. You could try it, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like our best option. Cedric is reunited with his daughter, and Teddy, you're confronted by Juno, who kind of blushes at you. Oh, I thought this was going to be a little more... Because you said confronted, and I'm just like ready to get <laughs> like a talking to or something. It took you long enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> About time. 
I would think a hero of your stature would be able to get here sooner. <laughs> I fought a lich and two dragons. I do not I do not I want to hear that right now. Someone with your reputation to be a little I, older. Alright. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you why it took so long when we are on a ship out out of here. Alright. I just I am extremely crispy right now, and... I start flying away. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Let's just get you to safety. So how are you going to get these combatants out of this uh, this situation? I mean, you mentioned there was, like, a back alleyway that they were trying to get yeah, people out of. Yeah, we saw a guy instantly die when he left through that door, so... Through that one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that that was through the front door. But we went in through the front door, and that seemed to work fine. So why don't we just take them out the front door? I'll go check. <laughs> if our dies. <laughs> if all Steps out the fails. front door, and we just watch him get smashed. <laughs> well, Ithar, you know, we still haven't found your socks. Oh, my word. I couldn't care less about that stupid sock. Anyway, no stepping outside... You'll find that there are uh, the dragons and the ballista are occupied enough. They're not going to notice a single person going, but score. So if you go in small groups, maybe. Out yeah. the door, folks. Pair off. Do you have your exit buddy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hold up my staff. Pair, pair off. Have people go out. Wait 10 seconds, then the next pair goes out. Wait 10 seconds, then the next pair goes out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Moving, buddy. you guys you make it to the shipyards, one. which Pick is one. still in chaos. Um, it looks like it's mostly Gith and dragons fighting at this point. Um, you see that there are two ships here. Um, by the way, the rest of the non-combatants managed to join you from the other buildings. They, um, okay. uh, led yeah, by Lady yeah. Evelyn and the others, um, Yep. They saw that you guys were leaving and saw your strategy and have followed you, so you now have a rather sizable group. Um, but you see okay. now that there are two ships that are not on fire, currently manned okay. by what look like rioters, rebels, who... I guess we should put out one more just in case. Yeah, if they're still there. Yeah. If there's one that looks mostly okay, I guess I'll start trying to put that out. Yeah, I'm holding it, on to I'm holding on to uh, Abby's hands the whole time. Right, she's she's actually kind of scared to see her um, her dad working with fire like this. Like, yeah, this isn't this isn't a side of you I think you'd shown her. No, so you're just like waving hands and fire disappears and fire reappears and there's like this awe inspiring presence about you because you're kind of. Your draconic flair. Hey, I'm doing this too. I mean, but this is her daddy, Ithar. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's true. And she's like, what, seven or eight? Yeah. Anyhow, it does appear that these two ships that are in decent order, the other one is does not look in good shape. Even as you're putting it out, most of the sails have been consumed. Okay. Um, and everything else is pretty badly fire scarred. All right. So that's essentially a lost cause at this point. So it looks like um, as you start bringing people aboard, um, they're already almost filled to capacity on the other two ships. Yeah. So there's going to be, have to be a, a group picked to go on the janky ship. 
All right. Well, I guess we should get one of the halfway decent. Well, okay. So you said Lady Evelyn was on. Lady Evelyn was helping you. I'm trying her... to think if there was anyone we could trust aboard one of the one of the uh, decent condition ships to get the bell. I mean, out of character, I know Lady Evelyn is good on her word, <laughs> but I'm not so certain that Teddy would uh, know that. No, we've like barely met her, so yeah. So I guess we'll. I mean, I haven't even. We haven't even found the guy that put us up to all of this yet. That's true. Oh, Kotras. Yeah. yeah, he's on. He's on one of the ships manning the ballista. Okay. Wait. They have. Okay. Here's another question. Do the other two ships have anyone who can man the ships? Right. Like. Right. All the ships need someone who can drive. Yeah. <laughs> That is Me. that is a good question. I mean, oh well. Theoretically, I could drive one of the ships. Okay, so here's I cannot. He, here's the here's the uh, Teddy just kind of looks at uh, Juno, and then uh, looks back at the group and just says, "You take Juno, get on one of the, one of the more well like better equipped ships." I'm going I'm going to talk to the captain here and see if we can get the bell back. But I I don't want to put her in danger. Wait, so you're he's on one of the good ships. You want to talk to him? Why would we even have to split up for you to do this? I am going to talk to him to see if we can take if I can go with him on one of the good ships to pick up the bell, but I do not want to put Juno or like the are the rest of our uh, non-combatants in danger in that respect? Uh, okay, so because you feel like going to the going there is more dangerous than being at the docks. Yes, which is probably true. So I, I, I mean, it it would make it would be nice if the ship which we just freed up was in good shape, because then we could just take that to get the bell, and then we wouldn't be putting anybody in harm's way. Right, at least not initially. And but seeing as it is beat up, it's like, will like will it even be able to get us home? Let alone towing a bell. Right. I guess we could always move it from that one to one of the other ones once we get out of here. That's fair. Assuming... I mean, like as as long as it can uh, support like going to get the bell, yeah. we just need to get it. So should we try it? Yeah, I think. I think that's probably a better a, 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 a better plan. All right, let's go. I jump in the driver's seat. Abby stays with me. Okay. So you're sending most of the non-combatants. You're sending the non-combatants aboard the other two ships. If, if there are people who are clamoring to get onto a ship right the heck now and they can't wait, we'll let them, right? Yeah. Like, who cares? Right. So the thing is, you're taking this one ship back into enemy territory to fetch the bell. Yeah. Yes. So, and then once we're once we've got it, we're turning around and we're getting out of here. Yeah. So who are you bringing on the ship with you? Because there is an excess of passengers that won't fit on the I other. Think all three of us are going, and anybody who demands to go, given the information we've just provided, can follow. Okay. Juno is not going to be on the ship with me. Okay. Like I, I, I. If anything, I, I would. Uh, what would actually be preferable is if we had non-combatants only on the good ships, or, or like the non-combatants got priority on the good ships, and we took the actual people who are willing to fight if it comes to it on this. Right. 
that's fair. And the, they'll immediately take you up on that suggestion and allow all of the non-combatants on the other two ships. And the leftovers come over to you. They're not exactly thrilled to be here. Well, right. But they're with you. So do you want to go home? Do you want to go home? Well, because I want to go home. Did they care about saving the non-combatants or not is basically the Uh, I mean, some of them definitely didn't. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Juno's will be Juno will be on one of the good ships. I I wouldn't want to risk her going back into the fray. I wouldn't want to risk letting my daughter out of my sight again. That <laughs> makes sense. Me. Yeah, so Abby's with you. I've still got a charge of dimension door. I'm not I'm not risking anything. All right, I'm so you pretty guys... much spent at this point. So Ithar, um, go ahead and make that intelligence check to pilot this ship. Is it a saving throw or just a check? Natural one. It's just we a reverse check. reverse into the flaming ship behind us to the end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stop it! I got a nine plus five, so 14. That's not too bad. <laughs> no, it's not bad. Um, yeah, you're definitely going to take out one of the ships, the, the little burning skiffs next to you. <laughs> oh, well. Control flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you're soaring closer to the bell, you see that um, the ballista and the gith have been taken down, but so is one of the dragons. The other dragon, okay. however, who is munching on a couple gith right now, sees your approach and is going to fly up to attack you. Hail and well met! Oh my gosh, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> Luckily, this ship still has one functioning ballista. All right, freaking heck! Uh, well, my dexterity is zero. Is it so dex? I would. I don't know. It's a ranged weapon. Yeah, it's a ranged weapon attack. So, okay. My strength is also zero. So, <laughs> I'll do a spin. Uh, Those are good, right? Oh my god! <laughs> he does a barrel roll. Everybody <laughs> falls off. <laughs> no, that was a joke. <laughs> at the I at this point, I just dragon. We have no qualms with you. <laughs> what Dragons, he said. I've, I've come to bargain. <laughs> we just want to leave. With that bell, we're perfectly content with you remaining with whatever loot and or corpses you've already attained. Could you please just <laughs> let us go? <laughs> persuasion check. Wonderful. I've got proficiency in Same. persuasion. <laughs> so who's doing this? Is a you can you can both make the roll and twenty five we'll gonna work one. for you. Okay. So I mean he already hit a twenty five. So so the dragon kind of pulls up to the side of the ship, looks over, and just like, I know guess with you. No. Nope. No guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, any 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 treasure on the ship? No. No. <coughs> you must be lying. There's got to be treasure on here. These are the refugees. These are the prisoners. We, we we don't have any good we don't have any belongings we're just trying to get out uh, well fine it's not even our ship <laughs> wait are you guys going back to the material plane that's the idea sure you want to come with i'd love to come with that's, that's a terrible idea oh my gosh oh god the ship you escort us to the material plane oh my word guys this is the worst idea ever. He just said us. Uh, he just said us. So just you, right? 
Well, I figure if any of my friends want to come along, we want to get out of here anyway. The gift hate us. We'll have to write up a new deal then. Trying to change the terms of our agreement? No, we would just like some assurances. Mm, I'm not one for assurances. I think it's fair enough. You get a fleet of dragons to protect you. I meant once we reach Material Plane. Yeah, this is a laughably bad idea, but I don't see what choice we have now. (laughs) I mean, if he gets close enough, I can try and charm him so that he just leaves us alone. He's hovering right alongside the ship. (laughs) All right, you know what? Screw it. It's a wisdom saving throw, and he needs to beat like a freaking 18. 19. 19, yeah. With the rod of the peck, he yeah, nineteen. 19. He needs to beat a nineteen, or else he's charmed. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving yeah. throw. He rolled an eleven. Okay. okay. I'm going to convince him that there is a ton of loot in the Obsidian Fortress. At, oh, well, there probably is. <laughs> and have him just it's all his fly away. Yeah, he should get there before everybody else does. Yeah. His eyes glint with greed, and he's off. Okay, I've forgotten all about you. Bell, bell time. <laughs> you should have convinced him to put the bell on our ship. Well, I, I was thinking about that, um, like, but... He might think it's I, valuable. I right, exactly. We don't want to draw his attention to it any more than... It's necessary. sentimentally valuable. I mean, he'd still be charmed. Nudge, nudge. It's very clearly made of silver. Oh, never mind. And it weighs a thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys managed to fetch the bell... And heading back, you don't run into any more dragons. And thanks okay. to the excellent piloting skill of Ithar, you manage to catch up with the other two ships, one of which is driving backwards. Oh, good. <laughs> At least they're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the world's best backwards driver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know where I'm going. Just need to know where, where I've been. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 24 on my piloting check. Everything is a Pixar movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so you, Ithar <laughs> guides you all back to the portal, leading back to the material plane, and from thence to the city of Kincardine, the town of Kincardine, where now three of the largest Gith airships, the Gith Galleons, touch down. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they were just following you. They, they don't know where to go. Well, I just meant the, that journey was really fast compared to what i remember well not the journey through the astral sea the astral sea took like forever oh to your perception yes nobody nobody in this group remembers exactly how long you journeyed on the astral sea yes but the journey back since you knew where the portal was in location to the village only took a short while like it only took a few hours still no snacks yeah, but now as soon as you guys hit the material plane, you're also hit with an overwhelming need to both visit the bathroom, to sleep, to eat, to drink. All of your needs come rushing back to you at once. Theodore just crumples over at this point. This is true of everyone, I assume. Everyone, yeah. I fall asleep at the wheel. Great. Yeah, the ship just slowly noses down into the village and takes out a building. I hope it was the barn where the students. Yes, so (laughs) you guys nosedive just right into Alicon's workshop. (laughs) Ithar's just like, whoopsie. 
as he falls asleep. And I just don't feel so good. <laughs> right through the barn. And the other two ships land right next to you on this hill. Slightly removed <laughs> from the village. One is still backwards. One is still backwards, yes. <laughs> Actually, it lands masts first. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It just <laughs> sticks itself into Steers the ground. Sticks itself, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Everybody's just kind of hanging on to the banisters. Yeah, gravity works normally here, so mm-hmm. that's going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back to walking to 30 feet. <laughs> yeah, all of all of your age comes and hits you at the same time. How long was it for them? For the townspeople? Was your journey into the astral plane? Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a very interesting question. Watch, it was like the same afternoon. <laughs> Or it's been a hundred years. Yeah. yeah. It's been five weeks. Oh my word. So that's, We're back. That, that's actually less time than they've actually been gone, right? Yeah, they've the prisoners have only been gone for like a week or so. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought it had been closer to Well, whatever. Yeah, the prisoners from the town had only been gone for like two weeks. Before we left yeah. and then we came back and it wasn't another five weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they were beginning to wonder that you guys were all gone. And first, everybody just hid in their houses at the sight of gigantic Gith airships coming down to, to destroy them all. Right. But upon seeing this crowd, um, immediately the mayor's wife takes charge, who's now the mayoress. She's just in charge. Right. Yeah. Because um, that's how elected titles work. Yep. Yep. It's like vice president. Yeah. <laughs> See, actually, she rules this town with an iron fist. It's like it's like it's like House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never find out how House of Cards actually ended, because somebody went and screwed up. So yeah, certainly King Cardine won't be able to host these hundreds of prisoners that you've saved, former slaves, liberated slaves, but they'll try to help them find their hometowns or families if they still have them right juno is reunited with her mother uh your shop was rebuilt while you were gone by the way uh cedric well, who would take the time to do that and the carpenter is the one running it yeah alagon just took over right. so you're saying that i have to do the uh cleansing of the shire <laughs> <laughs> after my... the journey wasn't enough yeah. <laughs> yeah all your stuff is being auctioned off gosh dang I, yeah, I have to remove the Sackville Bagginses from, <laughs> from Bag End. That's, that's The Hobbit, not Lord of the Rings. Right. Yeah, anyway, that's a That's the end of the content I wrote for this one shot, was just getting you guys to the GIF and back, and I didn't even give out experience points because I figured it well, wouldn't matter. matter. Because we were level 10 and nothing we did would have gotten us to level 11. Yeah, not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was exciting. Yeah, okay. there were definitely a few situations I didn't know we were gonna know for sure if we were gonna get out of. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Versus, yep, yep. Yeah, guys, this is a one shot. What three three sessions later? Four sessions? Three. That's, three? that's still pretty short. That's very <laughs> six short. episodes. Yeah. I'm I writing an actual one shot is kind of difficult. <laughs> it is. It, it, you basically have to limit it to essentially like may one encounter, maybe two. Uh, two. Like, one yeah, or what two you have to do encounters. is you have to be like, you've been contracted to do this. You arrived at the dungeon. Go, like, right. yeah, yeah. 
And even maybe then, throw in a puzzle. Yeah, yeah and like, a combat encounter. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Like a little bit of navigating the thing, a puzzle, a combat encounter, a final boss. Here's your treasure. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hello there, this is Nicholas, the DM for the side quest installment of Table Quests. Thanks so much for sticking around for all these episodes of what was supposed to be a one-shot campaign. Uh, You can interact with us on any of those social medias we've mentioned many times before, Facebook, Twitter, subreddit. You can just search Table Quests, make that plural, quests, on most any of those sites and you'll be able to find us. Uh, Now that you've finished this little sideshow that we've put on and we're headed back to the main storyline jeremy's campaign fates gambit next week uh, if you're looking for something else to satisfy your D fix we have some friends over on the west coast releasing their first episodes of a campaign on their D podcast the lair action i believe their first campaign is sea of thieves an all rogues campaign about some unfortunate individuals who find themselves in possession of a sailing ship they have no idea how to operate and uh, they're some good friends of ours so go uh, go on and give them a listen too and we'll hope to see you next week when we get back to your regularly scheduled programming grab your dice hoist the sail raise the anchor cast off it's time to sail the astral sea Yar, this is table quests. <laughs> Avast. <laughs> Yar, har, diddly dee. <laughs> a pirate's life for me. Oh. Grab your dice and remember, you pirates. are a pirate. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not pirates is the thing. Right. Kind of works in the sense there's ships, but it doesn't work because we're not pirates. Uh, <laughs> did Good. me literally just walk away? I... You back yet? He's not back. Oh my god. He's he he's gone. He left. He's just gone. <laughs> I went to get a drink and some chocolate because I needed it. <laughs> I didn't know I wounded you that that greatly. <laughs> Always have to have some chocolate after a dementor attack. <laughs> and no one acknowledges me ever anyway, so it's really hard to tell when my microphone isn't working. <laughs> So anyways, what we were doing right, was... Yeah. You were taking off to go help the non-combatants who are currently yes. caught in the middle of a firefight yes. between dragons and gith. Yeah. But that yeah, was yeah. me not acknowledging Nate. <laughs> Who's Nate? Exactly. Laysai. So anyways, the two of us are going to go find out wherever this is supposed to be. Yep. Uh, I guess we'll shout instructions to put out the other two ships on our way out. And I guess while while we're leaving, we should probably shout some instructions to put the other two ships out. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. You're welcome. I just I had a spur-of-the-moment idea there. Thought just popped into my head. It's really good, yeah. So the bell had, when it was moving, about 8.5 kilojoules of energy. Oh, fun. What did you roll, Cedric, for initiative? 14? 16. 16? 16. Again, that's what you rolled in the last battle. Is it really? Yeah. 
because I'm lying, obviously. <laughs> absolutely. Heck you, Adventure League. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I have absolutely no interest in ever doing. It sounds like such a nightmare. Jake and I tried it, and it was kind of fun, if only because you had a bunch of weird character dynamics, you know, a bunch of crazy people trying different things. Yeah, I feel like... But more often than not, it just ended up getting really bogged down because there were so many players in one adventure. I, I feel mm -hmm. like the problem with Adventure League is that it, it's like it's really difficult to get everybody at the table to agree to tell a good story together. I don't know. I, I've never done it, so I can't say that for sure. But I feel like it would be difficult with a random group of people to agree on an approach right. to storytelling. Cut. <laughs>